You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of these don't even know how to play football, all right? Let's go, no urgency, here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. They are what we thought they were. Hello, fantasy football people. Welcome to the 2019 fantasy football preseason, offseason stuff. This is episode 47 of the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. We're covering Dynasty Fantasy Football Life. Hopefully, you're listening to us for the first time and yeah, enjoying what we got to say. So, I'm Carlos. I'm Chad, and I don't care if you have if you like what I have to say because that's just how I roll. I suck sometimes. Um, I didn't know I was doing a show with Jim Rome. Damn. Yeah. Is that is that how he is? Is he bitter? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm bitter. Um, but yeah, hey, you know, 2019. Yeah. New off season uh, for us. This is like our first off season. I did hear we've dabbled in doing off season shows before. This is our. So for those of you that haven't heard us before, this is our uh, third season. We're going into doing this. Uh, we've always toyed with doing some off season episodes because it's dynasty fantasy football, which you're doing a lot of stuff in the off season, preparing for the new season. Um, so this year we're going to try to actually, uh, record every week or every other week to bring you some rookie prospects, what we think what's going to happen before the draft. And then obviously once the NFL draft happens, we will go over where team, where players actually landed and what we think is going to happen with the rookies. Um, for those of you that have been doing dynasty for a while, you know that in the off seasons, you're doing mostly rookie drafts. But if you're starting a, a new dynasty league, hopefully we provide you some helpful insight and things that can help you succeed in your fantasy football. And if you're in one of our leagues, uh, screw you, stop you, crying. Well, maybe they can make some trades. It'd be nice. Or, or they could stop crying about making rule changes for the 2030 season. Yeah, a flex is a flex <laughs> spot. It should be true flex, and we f- we fix that. So love you, Dan. Yep, <laughs> rock and roll democracy. All right, so now that we're starting with the offseason, we'll talk about the major thing that has happened. Well, actually, there's been a lot of major things, but a lot of coaching changes this year, right? I mean, I, to me, it seems like this year was more impactful for fantasy football. So we've had many coaching changes. We did a, a podcast about a month ago. We talked about some of the coaching changes, but now everything's done. Chad, what, which one concerns you the most? I hate the fact that uh, was Mr. LaFleur. Yes. He, Wait, he, wasn't he in dodgeball? He he was okay. He was was he the rich guy? No, he was the the Vince Vaughn's character. Oh, okay, Matt Lafleur. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy that got the rich. If you can dodge a ball, you can dodge wrench. That was him, right? No, that was uh, Rip uh, Rip Torn. Yeah, Rip yeah, but Torn. the guy that he threw it, the said wrench. No, at. no, no. Who no. was that? Was that uh, that was the the Dell guy, the Dell commercial? Oh, guy. Oh man, well, I forgot about the <laughs> Dell guy. <laughs> oh wow. no, he wasn't Dell. I'm sorry, he was the Apple guy. He was the Apple. Commercial guy, yeah. uh, but no. So we was the owner of of of, <laughs> of uh, Average Joe's Gym and the one that quit on them because he got his hundred thousand or fifty thousand or whatever. But anyway, back to Lafleur, the coach for the uh, Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers, man. He he goes from a team where I needed him to not destroy people, maybe you know make Marcus Mariota not suck, uh-huh. and you know I have quite a few shares of Mr. Corey Davis. Guy who I thought is still has like top potential in this league. Last month of the season, um, <sighs> Derrick Henry did really good. I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah. yeah. When I now I've heard that that was a, the head coach saying, "You need to run the ball with the biggest <laughs> man we have." He's fine, fine. Like that's gonna work, and yeah, hey, it worked. So now he's gone. 
Uh-huh. And now he's going to ruin the Packers, which I am also heavily <laughs> invested in. And so, yeah, this is going to be a fun year for me. So, so what you're saying is that Aaron Jones and and and, and uh, Williams are not uh, running backs we should be high on this upcoming year. Well, the running backs, maybe. I don't I, like. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this guy. I, I was not that impressed. Um, so Devonte Adams, maybe. I think, but, but and, and you know. Yes. You're talking Marcus Mariota <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers made Mike McCarthy a hireable coach. Or, or. <laughs> or did Mike McCarthy make Aaron Rodgers? Uh, did he, did, have they ever played with anybody else? Uh, Mike McCarthy had Brett Favre for the first part of his coaching career. So and then yes. he took over with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yes. he's Mike McCarthy's the one that made the not made the call, but made the call to move on from Brett Favre and go on to Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. Yes. I did, see, I did not know that. So, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that offense is pretty passive-friendly. We'll see what this one does. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not optimistic that it's going to help <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Aaron Rodgers, especially after last year's performance. Yes. I, weapons, it depends on what they do in the offseason, too. Mm-hmm. They need to get somebody besides Devontae Adams that can catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether that means one of the rookies steps up or not. But as far as coaching, I don't like it. I don't like it for any of them. Uh, downgrade for the running backs and wide receivers and what, Jimmy Graham? Ugh. I just don't. I don't like any of it, man. I, I just don't. And I feel really bad because I really liked Aaron Rodgers before this year. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. To me, there, there's an obvious one, right? And, and, and that, to me, is Adam Gase going to the Jets. But I sit here and... <laughs> Great and, googly moogly <laughs> eyes! But I sit here and... Was I really going for any Jets players anyway? I mean... <laughs> I know. That team is in such a rebuilding mode that... Can Gase really screw it up? I mean, yes, Darnold looked good at times, and I think Darnold's going to improve, but their wide receiving core needs help. Running back, they don't know what they want to do at the running back position. Obviously, there's still talk about Le'Veon Bell possibly going there, and there's this player going there, and that player going there, and now Antonio Brown going there. We'll see what happens, but he didn't do any, you know, for, for being a, 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 I believe the term you used many times was quarterback whisperer. Yes. Uh, he didn't really make Tannehill any better in Miami. Now, one could argue, are you really going to put Tannehill and Darnold in the same ballpark of quality? I don't know. Uh, but so, t- so to me, that one, that one scares me. But another one, Vic Fangio going to, to, to Denver. Defensive coordinators becoming head coaches generally doesn't mean very good things for an offense <laughs> unless there there and there have been cases where you know they they bring in the right offensive coordinator and they kind of go with the whole you know what you're the offensive coordinator you do your thing i'll worry about the defense i don't know what vic fangio is going to do that kind of scares me a little bit in denver but so so kind of two coaches that are that are kind of i'm curious about and, and one is main the main one concerns me again is gase but again who what jets were i going to draft anyway and then vic fangio just because of philip Lindsay or um that wide receiver you like so much that uh, mr sutton uh Cortland sutton and, and deshaun hamilton yes and 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 jake butt and there's there's a lot of talent there that's young which we don't know what to expect but we had high hopes for yeah. now this puts that in question yeah i agree uh now okay gase Right. Uh-huh. 
So I think he's building his entire career off his first two years with Peyton Manning. Also can be highlighted by the fact that Peyton Manning still calls around and says, hey, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. You should hire him. And the Jets are dumb enough to do it. Um, passing offensive ranks in the NFL when Gase was the coach. So so hold on. I yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can come back to that in a second. Yeah. No. Or is this a ploy to make the Jets so bad that Eli looks good in New York at the Giants. This this see? Uh, yeah, I like it. See, this is the insight you get on the <laughs> podcast that you don't get other places, but go ahead. This is next level, baby. <laughs> okay, so anyways, like, yeah, passing offense in his first year as offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. he looked great. Uh, first in, in, the, in the league. I'm sure he still had crazy eyes, though. I don't know if he had crazy eyes in this. Crazy eyes thing seems fairly recent. Like, he sniffed something that morning. Well, and, he, you know, Miami. Yeah, well... <laughs> It's going to be a big come down in New York. Um, so sorry, uh, numbers first year. So yeah, best in the league, right? Best in the league. Next year, eh, a little bit of a fall. The fourth in the league. Um, then and I'm I'm going by just passing offense here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes to Chicago. You know what happens in Chicago? He becomes the 23rd ranked offense in the league, uh, and with Jake. Cutler, who he got the the best years out of Jake Cutler, uh, Jay Cutler, and then uh, decided to move on to Miami, where his offensive prowess got him the 26th, the 18th, and last year, the 30th ranked offense in yards overall. Yeah, but that's because they had crappy running backs. I mean, Kalen Balage. I mean, Miami. What do you expect out of Miami? Hey, don't don't talk shit about Kalen Balage. Right, that's my boy. Right, he's still he's still going to make his. Make his break. Mm-hmm. At uh, some point. Yeah. some point. Frank Gore's got to die something. at some point. <laughs> There's Frank Gore, and then th- th- somebody's going to move on from Drake, right? Like, do you have faith in Drake? I know I don't want Drake. Wait, wait, which Drake are we talking about here? Kenyon. Oh, okay, because I don't want the rapper Drake rooting for my team in any in any, in any way whatsoever. I said that weird because I don't remember what, what's Drake's. It, it's just Drake, right? It's just Drake, the rapper's yeah. just Drake. Okay. I'm like, what's his first name? <laughs> It's just Drake. He's that good a rapper that he only has one name. That makes sense. Uh, monotone does that for you, I hear. Uh, anyways, next. Like, yeah, Gase, stay away, man. So, yeah, I, don't, I don't believe yeah. he Give did really well when he had Peyton Manning in mm-hmm. his prime. Yeah. And after that, he's not very good. So if you were starting, well, you, you did. You just did a draft a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, are you completely staying away from Darnold? Or in, I don't know, ninth, 10th, 11th round, are you looking at a Darnold? Actually, in my Superflex League, I took him as my third quarterback. Okay. Uh, fairly early in the draft. I but want to say Gase like, wasn't hired by that point in time. No, nah, he was not. So <laughs> if you were redoing it, I mean, would you I, still? I would still. I still like Darnold. Okay. I, I don't think Gase is going to make it out this year. If he keeps coming in with Coke eyes, <laughs> he's going to be gone. <laughs> that New York media is not going not gonna to tolerate that, I don't think. And meth, meth is a hell of a drug. He starts losing his teeth, man. Gray teeth, out. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's that's fine. So you're not shying away from from too many. I mean, is there any jest that you're just like, okay, now that Gase is there, I'm not touching that person. Okay, I I was still slightly excited about Elijah McGuire. Uh huh. Just holding out hope. Yes. And which you've been for two years, but go ahead. There's another one in in the same vein that I'm still holding out hope for, and Mr. Dixon. Um. But yet now I, I don't want any part of it. I, I just don't. I don't think that he likes his running backs. Uh-huh. We'll see what happens. Maybe he likes these better than the ones he had down there. But uh-huh. he seems to want he wants guys that he knows are going to be reliable players. Yes, <laughs> like he doesn't want a guy that's going to break 
plays. He doesn't want playmakers. He he prioritizes. And this is Frank Gore versus uh, Drake, mm-hmm. right? Frank Gore is the guy that's going to go in there. He's going to block the assignment. Mm-hmm. He's going to get you three yards, two yards on a carry. So Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, but is Crowell really that dependable blocking? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but we'll see. We'll no, see no, what happens. Yeah. I, I could definitely see them trying to go get somebody, but I don't think Le'Veon Bell, even if they offer him the money that he's looking for, mm-hmm. I don't think he goes and plays for uh, them. Okay. I think he wants to go and play somewhere where he's going to be a part-time back mm-hmm. and make the money that he wants to make. Okay. Uh, so a guy that's been at the Jets that just never has gotten his chance, but he is trustworthy and we know he can play, Bilal Powell, though. Yeah, but I think he's done. Well, I mean, he's been done for four years, but we always hold out hope that he's going to, yeah, they, to finally do something. And this fits Gase's M.O., and the guy that you least expect that he's going to go with is the guy that he ends up using. Could be. Uh, there's still a lot of free agents that are out there. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll see where they land. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't heard any rumblings of anybody that he's particularly interested in. Mm-hmm. But I could see them going that way, and then that negates that entire backfield. Okay. So I'm going to give you another name that we not, well, we haven't talked about very much, but I know a lot of the fantasy community was high on mm-hmm. towards the end of the year. Herndon. Yeah. Gase was considered the tight end specialty maker, right? I mean, oh, with yeah. Julius Thomas and all that kind of stuff. What about Herndon in, in at the Jets? I still like Herndon based on what he did last year a lot. Uh-huh. I, I don't see how you can look at, at that rookie year production and think anything else than this dude's going to be a stud. Um I've been wrong before. <laughs> Caveat. No. Caveat. No, never. But this is also the guy that went and drafted Gusecki. Yes. Early. Uh-huh. And by all accounts, Gusecki was having issues with the playbook. But he was still making unbelievable plays when he had the opportunity in practice. Right. Never got that opportunity in a game uh-huh. because I think he didn't learn the playbook. But Wait, you're supposed to study this thing. I, apparently, apparently he's <laughs> what big is, on okay, that. So what is it with players that you like that can't grasp the playbook? Well, yeah, I prefer talent. <laughs> Talent's going to win out. Okay, sorry. Skill. Uh huh. So is, back, back outweigh, to outweighs brains. <laughs> back to Herndon. But yeah, I, so it, it's a, it's a, it's a crapshoot. Uh huh. I don't know how it's going to play out. If I was a betting man, though, I'm betting on Herndon. Okay. I like. So you're I still like, taking your chances on her. I, I was. I still would. I mean, I'm, we're saying later in the draft if you're doing a startup. Yeah. But after, what after uh, the guy uh, after Hooper? Okay. Like that's pretty early, I think, for a tight end. But still later in the draft overall. I'm saying like so eight, nine, top ten, fifteen for her for a tight end. Uh huh. Yeah, for me in a in a dynasty league. Uh huh. Yeah. Top ten. That's pushing it. So somewhere between 11 and 15 for you. Between 8 and 15. 8 and 15. Okay. I mean, it depends on... I I don't have the tight ends in front of me right now, and I'm sure it might change my mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. But just off the top of my head, thinking about Hooper, uh, Joku, Howard, I guess, would fall in somewhere in that range. Okay. And then... So, yeah, probably probably more around 12. Okay. More around 12. Okay. All right. Cool. Moving on. Uh, nice transition there. You like that? Yeah. Uh, so I <laughs> onward. <laughs> so there is uh, there's been a couple of of, of moves that have happened this off this past week that we want to talk about. Uh, I when I saw this come up on my phone, I just I kind of chur- I kind of chuckled because uh, I knew your reaction would be uh, what it what it what it kind of was. 
Uh, so Kareem Hunt to the Browns. Yeah! So Kareem Hunt goes to the Browns. So you're a Kareem Hunt <laughs> owner. But honestly, we were both big on Nick Chubb going into last season, especially with the way he ended the season. You know. Oh, yeah. So one, Kareem Hunt to the Browns. But two, what does this do for Chubb? Okay, so... When it's I a two-part thing, right? right. So. When I first heard about this, you know uh-huh. my reaction. It was <laughs> yeah. a lot of F-bombs. Yes. <laughs> and so I was not happy about this move at all because it screws me in multiple leagues. <laughs> I own Hunt because I'm a Chiefs fan in multiple leagues, and then I like Chubb, so I got Chubb this offseason. And so... That doesn't sound weird at all. Yeah, well, Chubb, Chubb screwed me. <laughs> I guess he didn't do it, but the Browns screwed me. Uh-huh. The Browns Chubb screwed me. <laughs> I got Chubb Brown screwed. I don't know. There's a joke in there somewhere. Put it together. You guys got it. But, okay, so Kareem Hunt. The reason I'm not so, like, on the ledge about this anymore uh-huh. is because I— And for those of you that haven't listened before, he's always on the ledge. You'll get to know <laughs> Chad being on the ledge, but go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I'm very close. I'm always, always, always there. But, so, this is only a one-year deal, right? Yes, one-year deal. Uh-huh. He's going to be suspended most of this year yeah. anyway. And I want to say it's like a one-year, $1 million deal. It's not very much. It's, it was, it's, it's, it's next to nothing. Yeah, he just uh-huh. wanted to get something to prove, like, look, I still want to play. Yeah. Maybe I'll get a half a year out of this, and then mm-hmm. I can go to a team that needs me. Right. This is how I view it. No, no. I hope I'm not wrong. Uh, you know, And nothing happens to Chubb, who has had knee issues. Yes. So, I mean, maybe it's insurance. Maybe... You get in the good graces of him. He likes being on that franchise. He signs for less than he would somewhere else. Mm-hmm. All possible. But I think this is a year. He, he got to sign with the team. Mm-hmm. He said, look, I'm only doing a year. And then after this year, he'll go somewhere else needed. But the thing that does worry me is 2020 draft class coming up. Pretty running back rich right now. Yes. So it, it's, it wasn't the best move, but I think it was the only move he could make. Okay. Uh, so... I'm gonna put a scenario out to you. No, 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 no. And, and then because my first reaction to this was like, God, this fucks Chubb. Yeah, the, 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 this really screws up Chubb. Uh, and then over the past 48 hours, I've had a chance to think about it and analyze it a little bit better. And truthfully speaking, and, and we're making a lot of assumptions here, right? Of course, but, it's off season. But, but Kareem Hunt, yeah, Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, Mark Ingram. Yeah. It worked in New Orleans. Yeah. Who's to say it can't work in, in, in Cleveland? Or maybe that's what Cleveland is trying to do, right? We can see, we know that the NFL, with the right quarterback, and, and who has Baker Mayfield been compared to a lot? Yeah. Drew Brees. Yeah. The wide receiving core is getting there. It still has some growing to do. And, you know, again, we're making a lot of assumptions here, but— how is this any different than and possibly you could argue a better version of Kamara Ingram? Well, and you don't you can never have too much good talent no, on your football team. Not at all. And th- th- this whole Kareem Hunt thing, mm-hmm. he is still a damn good football player. Yes. Good kicker too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um but so why not get him on the cheap? The Browns, no. this is a winning move for the Browns. Absolutely. Um, and Bad th- PR, but they'll get over that if you win a couple it's games. It's Cleveland. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to be fine. Uh, besides, he he went to Akron, so he's a hometown yeah. boy. Kicking hometown girls. Uh, but, yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> it's, it's sad that it's funny now. You know, it's, when it, it's, when it's it happened, not, I was so it, mad. It, it's not funny, but... 
Um, it's not. And, and you're that, right. It's uh, not funny. No. So it's not funny, but we're gonna make jokes of it because we're dark, wrong. <laughs> dark comedy. Hey, I'm I'm still reeling from the NFC Championship game, so leave me alone. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not clearing the head. <laughs> AFC. So I, I honestly, the more I've thought about it, the more I think obviously it's a great move for the Browns, and I get why they're moving, and, and they don't care about fantasy football. They they care about winning. Um, we don't know what the suspension is going to be. We know it's going to be somewhere between six and 10 games and, mm-hmm. and more than likely going to be closer to the 10 games than the six games. Um, but, you know, if you're, if you're the Browns, you've made enough strides that you think that you might have a run at the playoffs in you. You're going to bring in Kareem Hunt with fresh legs in week 10. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. But from a fantasy football point of view, obviously you have Kareem Hunt. You're not getting rid of Kareem Hunt. No. If you're in in other leagues where you don't have Kareem Hunt, are you looking to try to make a move to get him? Here's the thing that I'm worried about, and let me know if you think I'm crazy here. You are crazy. Well, but so everybody's like, this is the buying opportunity. When everybody's saying it, it's not the buying opportunity, (laughs) right? Well, I told you to sell on Kareem Hunt last offseason, but whatever. You you did. However, (laughs) when the video came out, you were like, yeah, I heard this video. You should probably. I'm like, oh. it's too late by the time the video comes out. Nothing, nothing happened though. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, go ahead. But so, I, I are you really like if you're a Kareem Hunter, are you really selling him right now? Maybe there's a panicky guy, but if anybody's listening to this podcast, uh-huh. you're not that kind of person. There, and I think most dynasty players are not going to be that kind of person. You could maybe sweeten it up, right? Like maybe give up a 2020. Pick if you think that you're in the in the running, uh-huh. but understand that you're going to be giving away a running back for a running back, right? Yeah, a first round 2020 pick. Okay, I don't think as as a Kareem Hunt owner, uh, yeah, I would give him up for that, but I'm not actively doing looking for that move. So, as a person in the same fantasy league with you, if yes. I offered you a 2020 first round pick, you would take that deal. A 2020 first for Kareem Hunt, yes. you would do that. Yes. Okay. Because I, I see it as the same thing. You're you're getting a player in two years out. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble. It's a gamble where he goes. Like he may still end up in another situation like this. Yeah. At least with that twenty twenty first, you you got hope. <laughs> you can keep that hope alive. <laughs> but I I I, th- I see it as a similar value. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm wrong in that, but that that's where I'm at personally. Okay. So if you're the Chubb owner now, though. I'm not getting rid of no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not. But how do you feel? I mean, coming off of the last five games of, of the season, you were high on Chubb. Oh yeah. You could argue Chubb was a top eight pick going into this offseason. Absolutely. Does that change for you? If, if for a dynasty, I I don't think so because I I like him that much. Mm-hmm. I think you could definitely see some people where this value drops. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you're going to see it that much. I, I mean, he, the things that he did this year, mm-hmm. he still did sometimes with one or two touches in a game. Had a hundred, oh, what, that, what that ninety some yards? Well, but and, that rationale, Derrick Henry's a top ten pick too. Then I mean, <laughs> well, but Henry's we've seen more more sample size of. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, you could make the argument for Derrick Henry. Oh, I'm making that argument. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> But I think that Chubb's more explosive. I like the offense he's on a lot better. I like Freddie Kitchens up there calling mm-hmm. stuff. I think that's a bold move that they went with yeah. him. I think Baker's behind it. I like Baker. I just like a lot more of what's going on with the Browns than 
a lot of the other offenses out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I'd be still, he's still up there for me. His value didn't drop that much. Okay. That much. Okay. Maybe a, a, a spot or two, but he's okay. still first round talent to me. So if you're starting a fantasy football draft right now, mm-hmm. obviously, um, you know, Kamara's top five. So Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Saquon Barkley, Todd Gurley, uh, fourth, we would say Kamara possibly, right? Yeah, he's up there. Okay, so number five, James Conner. Mm, see, I'm lower on Conner. Okay, so okay, Conner Chubb, Ch- Chubb, uh, Kamara Chubb, Kamara. Okay, um, what about Melvin Gordon Chubb? Chubb, really? But I, you know, I don't. No, like Melvin I know you Gordon. don't like Melvin Gordon. I'm trying to think who else is out there. Um, all right, here I got I got some names for you. Let's let's switch this well, role. Okay, around. no, no, so. Antonio Brown, Chubb. Chubb. I, and I'm way high on him, uh, according to regular ADP right now. Okay. Which, what you got? All right. So, uh, Dalvin Cook or Chubb? See, people are higher on Cook than I am, given his second half of the season. Mm-hmm. He looked like he gained his explosiveness back. <sighs> I like Chubb better. Okay. Uh, that's where he's at in ADP. Uh-huh. 17. 17 right now. Really? Yep. Uh, Julio Jones. This is Chubb. Dynasty, right? Chubb. Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans. Chubb. Juju. Juju. Especially if AB gets traded. Gordon. Uh, I like Chubb better than Gordon because of age. Tyreek Hill. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I would probably say... Mm, that one's that, that's a tough one that that's pretty equal i because we're at that point we're talking second round it would depend on what i did in the first round if i went running back i'd probably go Tariq hill if i went wide receiver i'd probably go nick chubb yeah because i, I think they're about the same and i know people out there are be like oh you're crazy one's better than the other not necessarily it depends on what you did in the first round Agreed. So that's the way that i see it yeah uh mixon mixon yeah, okay. <laughs> so according to you, he'd be yeah, back into the first. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I see that. It's not bad. D- Devontae Adams. Do you think he's up uh, above Chubb? No, not with LaFleur. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't and, either. And, but I've never and, and this is and I'm wrong. Let, let me let me preface this by saying that I'm wrong. <laughs> I've never valued Devontae Adams as high as most people do. And I don't know why that is. It's the same thing as as the dude from uh uh, the wide receiver out of San Diego. Um, Mike Williams? No. Uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. I don't like Keenan Allen. I don't know why I don't like Keenan Allen. Year in and year out, he's a top 10 receiver. And in my brain, he's like 25. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And I don't know why that is. I just don't care for him. And I think it has to do with the years that I valued him. He, he got injured. And he, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, it's been one of those, look, I've been burned by you before. F you, I'm moving on. <laughs> that's that's why I refuse to own OBJ. I yeah. just, I just so, then that, so that's probably why I don't think high of Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams is in that same boat to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree there. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. Chubb, Chubb's yeah. value, I think we, but you know, we're a little bit more clued in. I think that most people can be argued by many people. <laughs> I think but, some people at the four letter network would disagree with us on that, but Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and they they're they are entitled to and have much more uh much many more, more years of experience doing so. Yes, and yet they're wrong. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next thing on our list, AB 
Antonio Brown asked for a trade out of Pittsburgh. Uh, so one, let's go with that. But two, well, let's talk about the AB part first. Yeah. So AB went out of Pittsburgh because he's a crying, crying little bitch. Uh, doesn't like that he's not getting enough targets because some guy Juju's getting better than him. Uh, but so AB wants out. Obviously, it has to be through trade, so we're gonna, you know, we can speculate all day long. Is there any place you don't want to see AB go to? I think he'll be successful wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Now that level of success is going to vary greatly. Yes, and but the the other thing, I, I, we'll talk about my my caveat to all this mm-hmm. afterwards. But yeah, there's places I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him go to Seattle. Uh huh. I don't want to see him go to. But name it, it, name so, crappy so quarterback on, here. So, so you don't want to you don't want to go to Seattle. But if he goes Miami. to Seattle, so hold on. If he goes to Seattle and Baldwin is out, mm-hmm. does that bother you? If Baldwin's out, uh huh. Like gone? Well, I mean, he was pretty much gone last season. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He came on a little bit at the end, but yeah. Um, I I just don't think that that. It doesn't excite me as much, right? Okay. Like Baldwin never really excited me up there. No, and he, he always never has. He, fooled he, me. Yes, every he year. A top twelve receiver does it in three games, but somehow he's a top twelve receiver every year. And it's like, damn it, how do you do that again? Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's he he's the window on AB is much smaller than it is going to be for other guys. Uh huh. So while I don't, I'm not overly excited about him going anywhere else. Uh huh. Like yeah, you still if you're playing for those three years. I think you'll be able to get two more years out of AB. Yes. All right. So Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, I, I think he hurts more other people's value. I think he brings down Mike Evans quite a bit. Yeah. Then he'll actually improve his own value. San Francisco. I like him there a lot. Will never happen. New England. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That, that, that's the best. Uh, option, I think, for, for him. To, to me, the two possible spots for him to land mm. are San Francisco or Washington. Washington. There's only Redskins. one team. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't like him there at all. They, we don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. Yeah. I thought they were going to go try to get Flacco. I think they're going to try to make a move towards Foles or... Um... Or now Case Keenum. or Yeah, or Keenum's gone, right? But we'll talk about that. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I think they're going to try to draft a quarterback and then bring in, similar to what the yeah. Denver just did. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. All right. So uh, to, to me, um, to me, the worst possible places for him to land uh, are obviously the Jets and yeah. um, a place like Tampa Bay, Carolina, something like that, where it's a team that that just has other talents. All he's going to do is dilute the pool, the, the 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 limited talent pool that's already there. Um, the places where I think he would excel the most at, Pittsburgh's not going to trade him there because they're not stupid. They're going to hold out and do whatever's best for the team. And trading him to a uh, Houston or a Cleveland or a Cincinnati or a place like that where he could excel and do very very well. Pittsburgh's not going to do that. Not because they want to screw over AB, but because they don't want to make their competition any stronger, right? So that's why I don't think that happens. At some point, there was talk about New Orleans possibly being in the mix. I don't know how that helps New Orleans uh, because he's carrying a $12 million cap number for this upcoming year. And honestly, all I think it would do is, I don't think it hurts Michael Thomas, but it's not a need that it, it doesn't. It gives it gives us you that that other wide receiver on the other side. But is it really worth twelve million dollars when Trey Quan Smith is coming along so well? Um, 
you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But even in New Orleans, I wouldn't like seeing that there. It increases Drew Brees' numbers, but I think it hurts Kamara. I think it hurts uh, Michael Thomas, whoever the other running back's going to be. We won't even talk about tight end because they're non-existent. So, <laughs> um, place like Baltimore, I would really, if he goes to San Francisco, love him going there because I do and I don't. As a Dante Pettis owner, it sucks. Unless Dante Pettis pulls off the juju type of thing where opposite it actually, it actually helps him. Those are the places I'd like to see him go. Yeah. So what do you think this does for Juju Washington and Ben? Well, can I just say, yeah. like, yeah. just real quick, I don't think Pittsburgh trades him. Mm, I think they do. Bell, well, no, no, Bell wanted out. What they do with him? They went, fuck you. You're staying here. I just don't see him. I mean, I, I see them being willing to be like, no, you're ours. Well, and, and that's fine. But I think the amount that they could get for him. Because with trading Bell, it wasn't as simple as just trading Bell, it was okay. Not only do I'm trading you, but you have to agree to a contract with this team right. because you're. And and not only that, they can't trade him until he signs his tender, which he was refusing to do. Right. So that's the other part of it. But the tender that they had made him was a double first rounder. Who's going to give two first round picks for Le'Veon Bell? So that's <laughs> the other part of it, right? Yeah. So trading him was almost impossible to do. With AB, it's a little different story. It's Who's the highest bidder? And do we like that that number? Yeah. No, so I, but I, like what, you said though, I, I I there's a lot of really great fits on the AFC side. Yeah. He's not going to AFC nope, team. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Uh, but as far as what it does for Juju Washington, uh-huh. Um Juju and Washington. Juju Washington is not playing. Juju Washington. <laughs> that's my new favorite player. But Juju, I he's Juju, right? I think he's still gonna be fine. Juju Juju's numbers were best when A B was out with injury. Well, that that's a very good sign. And which is the other reason I think that it's put them in a situation where they could trade A B because they've seen what Juju can do when A B's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Ben Ben and Juju have that very good uh communication already. Washington? Jury's still out on Washington. It's very much out. I like Washington as a player or as a prospect. My problem with him. Uh, coming out is he didn't catch balls that he should have. Yeah. That's translated to the NFL. He mm-hmm. still doesn't catch balls that he should. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with all that. Uh, I, I still wouldn't be surprised if they trade him and then make a move to get, bring in somebody else. Or draft them or draft a player. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, a, it's a very wide receiver rich class. Yeah. But I mean, also, and I'm not saying there's going to go there, but you know, there's also some wide receivers in free agency that they could go after. Like, uh, and I'm not saying they're going to do this, but a Deshaun Jackson or uh, Cobb, yeah, uh, Randall Cobb, Cobb. Uh, Geronimo Allison, mm-hmm. uh, John Brown. There's there's talent out there that they could go after. And, and let's face it, Pittsburgh has made great wide receivers out of players that just wasn't very much. Plaxico Burris, uh, oh yeah, Mike Wallace, players like that. Heck, they could bring Mike Wallace back for crying out loud. Yeah, they actually could. Um, uh-huh. And there's going to be other guys that are out there that are going to be uh, talking. New Orleans is Kevin Marath is out at the end of the. You know, uh, they're going to cut him. Um, Cameron yeah. Marath is a possibility out there. So yeah, there's players that they could bring in. Yeah. But also address it in the draft because this is a draft that's going to have some good wide receivers in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty top loaded on that yep. that side of things. So, Ben, any concerns with Ben? That he retires next week. Yeah. He's not going to retire. That's always uh, my concern with yeah. Ben. He's a, he's a diva. He wants yeah. the attention occasionally. Maybe he drops out. What is it with Pittsburgh and divas? Yeah. They got a lot, man. <laughs> You got to give Tomlin some credit. He's got to deal with some divas up there. 
And he's he's held it together yeah. for a long time. Oh no, he has. I mean, it, and and it's not, and, and it's not just now. I mean, Harrison, mm-hmm. uh, Greg, uh, was it uh that linebacker? Was it? Lloyd? Oh, yeah, yeah, the guy that went to New England. No, I, no, the the guy that uh cost him or uh, came out on the field caused a problem with Cincinnati. Uh, he got that hit. wasn't Harrison. No, it wasn't Harrison. It was the other linebacker. Oh, uh, I, I don't you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a diva. Uh, obviously, they've dealt with with, with AB, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Ben, ben. Uh, Plaxico Burris. I mean, he's dealt with some whack jobs up there. Um, yeah, no, uh, to me, I, I like what this does for Juju. I, I think it, it gives him a lot of potential, uh, especially since he's done well. Like, I agree with you. The verdict's still out on Washington. I don't know that he's the number two there. I think they, 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 they've tried it in. You know, year two, we've always talked about year two and year three or when we really start seeing year three is better where we see where the wide receiver is going to be at. Yep. Uh, but it just he was non. But was he non-existent because of the fact that a B and Juju? Right. I mean, yeah. So we'll, we'll see yeah. how it plays out. Mm-hmm. There's you know, like if you could invest low. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Do it. But I, I think if somebody got Washington right now, there's a lot of talk that people are valuing him at a first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Damaris Thomas gets cut by the Houston Texans. Not a shocker. No. Uh, but you are a Damaris Thomas owner. So how does – what do you think? He's dead to me. He's dead. He's, 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 he's so he's, violent. But he's gone, man. Like, he's, he's got nothing So are left. you cutting him? I mean, is yeah. he not a protected player for you this year? No. Okay. He's gone. Okay. Somebody else can pick him up in the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may. Uh, I, just, I just don't Is there see, any place he it. could go that would change your opinion of him? No, not after the, what I saw this year, really. Okay. Um, he's been on a steady decline for the last two or three years, yeah. and I, I think he's done. Okay. That's my personal I, I don't opinion. disagree with you. I, I think he's been done for a couple of years, yep. um, and it, it's only gotten worse. This is speculation, but a lot of rumors have uh, Nick Foles going to the Jaguars. I, I always think every quarterback's going to the Jaguars. Like... <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, welcome to the Jaguars. Yeah, as soon as uh, I think Teddy Bridgewater hurt his chances in Week 17 and the way he played. I'm just saying. You think so? I really believe so. Ah. Uh, the way he looked in Week 17 when he had that chance, he looked horrible. Ah. Uh, and and you know, I, I am a little bit biased on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I just I don't think he helped his value any. And I don't think that. That was his chance to shine to get himself a big con- a big contract this upcoming season, and he he was off on, on his passes. Uh, he wasn't he, he's never been a huge mobile guy, but it just he wasn't very mobile, and his judgment just looked off. Huh. And and some of that could be that he just hadn't been the starter for all year long. He needed some opportunity. I, I don't know, but I think any chances that he had of getting a huge contract went downhill that week. Yeah, well, I- that's my opinion. But so anybody could go to the Jags. If Foles goes to the Jags, I don't necessarily like it any more than I liked him with the Eagles. Like he he's a guy that can pop, mm-hmm. but as far as a steady production guy, I don't view him as that. To me, and, and, and I guess the reason I put this in the notes, it's not about Nick Foles. It's about Marquise Lee and mm-hmm. uh, Leonard Fournette and, and and the other players that are there. Does this? Give you any more hope than Bortles? Oh yeah, okay. I, I I never like Blake the Snake. Yeah, I know you didn't. Um, so yeah, this gives gives me hope. Okay. Uh, Westbrook, I think, could uh, develop something. We saw a little bit last year of Aguilar actually being fantasy relevant, mm-hmm. and I think he's a dog crap player. 
so I, I like Westbrook a lot more than I like him. What about Moncrief? I think Moncrief goes somewhere else next year. Okay, I, that's just me personally. No, no, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think it was only a one-year deal. So yeah, I, it was a prove-it thing, mm-hmm. and I, I think he he kind of proved that he is what he has always been. Yeah, but with Marquise Lee back, do you really need Moncrief? Yeah, I think Marquise Lee comes back, and as long as he's healthy, he establishes himself as the mm-hmm. number one there. Okay. That's my thoughts. So, in your opinion, going to a Foles would improve that offense some, or, or yeah. enough that you make. And not that Westbrook and, and 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 Lee weren't fantasy relevant. We just weren't very high on them. But this would would, would you know? I, I I agree. I just the thing with Foles. What makes Foles so much better now than the first time he was in 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 Philly or when he was at the Rams? Yeah, it, things don't necessarily. It, it, Peterson has a lot to do with that, but Peterson is not going to be in Jacksonville no. or wherever Nick Foles goes. Uh, we saw it in Case Keenum. Case Keenum had a great 2017 year, 2018 in Denver. He all of a sudden can't find a a, a wide receiver. So at all, yeah. <laughs> so and I'm afraid that I, I, to me, Foles is this year's Case Keenum. Yeah, and we've seen Foles as a starting quarterback. Now, granted, it was with Jeff Fisher, right? And Andy Reid. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, no, Andy Reid it, it, it was really good. It wasn't Andy Reid. It was the other, uh, the buffoon out of Oregon. Uh, oh, Chip Kelly. Yes. Was that, was that the Chip Kelly year? Yes. He broke all kinds of records that year. It was the Chip Kelly year. And then he went over to St. Louis. Chip Kelly traded him after he, Chip Kelly traded him after this, he, he got Sam Bradford. Yeah, because remember it was they may as well have just done a trade between the two of them. Yeah, but they didn't because they got Bradford and they cut Foles and Foles went to the Rams and it was yeah uh, a big deal there. So, and then Foles yeah didn't do well under, but nobody really did under well right. under. Uh, so obviously C.J. Anderson had a very good December and January, uh, not so good a February. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously he signed a. We're going to say a one-year deal, but it was more like a two-month deal. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, there's been talk about him possibly re-signing in, 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 at the Rams. Mm-hmm. If he re-signs at the Rams, when he was in there, Gurley was non-existent, and we're talking two playoff games and a Super Bowl where CJ out-carried him. Going into the 2019 season, if they re-sign CJ Anderson, do you have concerns on Gurley? And, and is Gurley still your number one running back? I don't see how you can't have concerns after seeing what we all just saw. I in there's been no nothing that's come out that Gurley's injured, which was the mass speculation. Okay, well he's just hurt. But they've they've all said he's fine. Yeah, he and, has come out and said, "I am fine. I didn't get snaps in the NFC Championship game. That it's a game we did not deserve to win. We got a biased fo- uh, foul call here, and that's why we won the game. And this is his words, not mine. Yeah. And I didn't get carries because I sucked. Well, so. Okay, maybe I'm at loving some there. I was going to say, I don't, I don't uh, know about all of that. <laughs> but he did say he sucked, and that's why he didn't get the carries. Okay. Well, may, maybe going forward, this this is a confidence thing. I don't I don't know. I don't know what McVay was thinking. To me, Gurley was part of the a big part of the reason that got you this far in the season. Mm-hmm. And to go away from him when it mattered, indicative of how they played in the Super Bowl. They just didn't. The office didn't show but up. But the Dallas game. Yeah. CJ went off in that game. <laughs> yeah, CJ looked good, but he also had fresh legs. Yes, you know. No, no. Yeah, absolutely. No, because he wasn't playing for nobody. Uh, what, didn't Oakland cut him? Yes. I mean, come on. Well, he was cut by three teams this yeah. this past season. So, so um, I, I, yes, I think they want to bring him back. I just, 
I don't know how much fantasy relevant, but everything's a smokescreen right now. None, none of that that we just saw made that much sense to me. No. So until I see, I, uh, so yeah, Gurley drops a little bit. He's still got to be a first round talent, but right. I, I'm taking Saquon over him. Okay, so Saquon, Ezekiel, oh, Gurley, yeah. Camara, or Camara Gurley. Oh, I, I'd go Camara and probably CMC. I'm big on CMC after this last year. Okay. In a, P, in a PPR league. Okay. Um. So he probably fits in after CMC. Okay. And running backs. There mm-hmm. may even be a receiver or two I'd take ahead of him. This may be all be folly. Right. Right? But maybe this is where I, the, the one that I'm overreacting on. But I, I've always liked C.J. Anderson. Yeah. I just, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. No. Nope. Nothing that I saw made sense. And so either, and this is why the, the, the rumors are out there, that Gurley's hurt. Because it doesn't make sense. You don't do that with your best player and like league uh, best MVP uh, running back or whatever Pro Bowl caliber running back. You don't do that unless you're McVay and you're trying to outsmart yourself. I I think in some cases he he did outsmart himself again as we talked about before the podcast before we started recording. Uh, as 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 a Saints fan, I've seen. Sean Pate outcoached himself many times, trying to get too cute and trying to be too smart and, and ends up screwing the team. There's a big difference, though, in in, in, in that. And usually Sean Payton does it in an aggressive manner, not in, I'm not going to run the ball. Well, no, because you should have <laughs> run the ball on first down in the NFC Championship game. But that's a whole other story that we're not going to get into <laughs> that I'm, I'm trying to not talk about. But um, it's, I, I I don't know that it's an injury thing. Maybe he's not 100% healthy, but it wasn't – because if he wasn't 100%, why is he getting six carries? You see where I'm going? Is, yeah. Or is it he's not hitting – maybe the injury is not like an injury, but because it's his knee, he's not hitting the hole as good as he should be hitting the hole. You, you, see, what I, you see what I'm trying to yeah, say? It's, it's not – It's hard it's, to say. Yes. Uh, Cook, Dalvin mm-hmm. Cook. Yeah. First half of the season sucked. Yeah. Why? Because he. it's not that he was injured – it's that he didn't have that and, and I think in running backs, it's that cut. It takes that hit, that one thing that I'm good, I can do this. Right. And maybe that's what it was with Gurley. He saw, okay, this guy isn't playing with with with, with the burst that he should because of whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. Not because he's injured, it just it's not there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the thing with Gurley. And you gotta remember this is a guy who at his last year in Georgia tore his ACL badly. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, not his ACL. Yeah, it was his ACL. Uh, actually, I think he tore both I was ACL say, and I think, ACL. He did his whole I think his own knee. knee was was redone. So he's come back from that. But his junior year, I think he hurt his knee as well. I think he's hurt his knee twice when he was in college at Georgia. Mm-hmm. So he was held out a little bit for you know that's why he didn't. That's why he had a late start in the NFL because he was still recovering from the knee injuries. So there's something in the back of his mind already when it comes to his knees. He hasn't had the—it's not that he's been hurt throughout his NFL career, but he's had some 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 nicks and bumps here. So maybe it's something psychological that he hasn't—he wasn't back completely, and that's what he wasn't hitting the hole with. Maybe that's something he fixes this offseason. Don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I would drop him. And you know I love Kamara. I don't know that I would drop him below Kamara in my rankings. I think he probably somewhere 2-3. I'm still a little bit— Saquon put up amazing numbers, and, and, and you can't dispute those numbers. I feel, I still think Ezekiel is one, Saquon two, Gurley three. But I don't think that C.J. Anderson was what's changed my mind on that. 
I think that's what it have always been because of more honestly injury concerns, not because to me those t- those three running backs are interchangeable, and whoever is there, I would be happy with any one of those three. Yeah. So that's just, my just an interesting little thing here is I Google yeah girly knee injury. He's been basically saying like his knee has been bad all year. Like he almost didn't play several games because of it. Uh, week one injury, mm-hmm. and it, it says contemplated giving the Rams their money back after week one injury. Yeah. So I mean, he just maybe he just wasn't right all year. Yeah. And they finally got a guy that could spell him because who who's the guy that I was high on? Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown, and then the guy behind him from Tennessee. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know they, what you're talking about. They're they're, they're nothing. They they are like, but that's the thing. Malcolm Brown looked good, yeah, and you like you know. So so last year we talked. You 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 had picked up the running back uh, Rod Smith, yeah, uh, running back, and you wanted to make a trade of, of my. And I'm like, no, yeah, not because I had Smith on my roster, and then I saw him play, and I'm like, this dude sucks. Yeah, he's not. Whereas very I saw Malcolm Brown play, and it's like I could see Malcolm Brown going someplace else and playing. Yeah, and the only reason they brought in C.J. Anderson is because Malcolm Brown got hurt, but. When Malcolm Brown was in there, he looked like a starting running back. Yeah, he did. Uh, he has a good wiggle. Yeah. And we saw him in that Saints game. Yes. And that ca- that catch and run from mm-hmm. the touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, give me and, some and, of that. And by the way, the, the first Saints game where they, you know, the Saints beat him, <laughs> even though the Saints technically should have won the NFC Championship game, but we're not going to get into that. Right. Uh, so, so the guy I was thinking about, John Kelly. John Kelly. Yeah. yeah. It, which d- destroy it breaks, it hurts my heart because mm-hmm. I loved him last year, but I think he's dead to me. There's so many people that are dead to you. I don't, I don't, I don't understand this negativity. You're I may have watched The Godfather one too many times. Uh, <laughs> it was on this, this past break. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So last thing on the list that I have news that broke today: Joe Flacco trade is going to be traded to the Denver Broncos. Meh. <laughs> like that's how I feel. Like really, I, I'm I'm not going to get excited about Joe Flacco. I kind of feel like he's the same guy as Keenum. No. You think uh, he's better? I think he's better than Keenum. Okay. Less mistake prone than Keenum, first of all. Okay. I can um, agree. Well, one of them is actually a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> this, this is true. And I I I think he's going to bring a certain level of, of experience to that team. But in any case, I think this is more a we're drafting a quarterback. And we need someone to be able to to play while we groom this quarterback. Yeah. Now, they've drafted five other quarterbacks that didn't pan out, so <laughs> we'll see what happens Add here. Another one to the uh, list. Uh, but I think this also makes it to where it doesn't force their hand to have to move up into the top five to take. And we'll talk about this in in in, in later podcasts. Dwayne Haskins is is rated as the number one quarterback. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Dwayne Haskins. Uh, And then the second one is Drew Locke, who to compare him to Mitchell Trubisky is is, is being actually wrong to Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, wow. (laughs) And you know how I felt about Mitchell coming out of college. Yeah. Uh, This guy. Again, we're going to talk about this later, but he just and then the the, the third guy on the list is is, is Kyler Murray, who just uh, who who just declared to that he's going to or he's committing to football. The problem with Kyler Murray is he's 5'10". Uh, now, 15 years into his career, Drew Brees listed at six foot. That fucker ain't six foot. <laughs> and we still have this stigma or, or Russell Wilson. Oh, a quarterback has to be this prototype six four, blah, blah, blah. Yet we have Baker Mayfield. Uh, but Kyler Murray is going to drop 
because of he's five he's five ten. Yeah, maybe they can make so, a move there. But, but the point of, of of that side rant, <laughs> this forces this does this this makes it to where uh, Denver could stay put at ten and draft a quarterback there, mm-hmm. or even drop back from ten and, and and pick up somebody, or go with a defensive end, an offensive lineman, and look at quarterback in in, in second or third round. It, it it does it makes it to where they're not forced to move up to get a a Haskins or a, or, or a Lock or, or one of those guys. Yeah, and the one thing that I do know that um, <laughs> and it's not very much that he knows, by the way. Who? Me, me. Yes. <laughs> but the one thing that I, I do want to bring up, though, is who does Flacco really like throwing to? What position? Tight end. Tight end. Yeah. Guess who that makes me like? <laughs> makes me want some butt. <laughs> uh, but you have the other guy that that was there, too. Oh. Howerman? Hewerman? Yes, Howerman. Although Howerman, I think here, Hierman. There you go. I think you're Hi- right. Hierman uh, <laughs> is a free agent this year. so I That's think he, fine. Yeah. Uh, but no, Jake Butt, I, I think, has some potential there. But, it, you know, we'll see. He does have some good receivers there because, let's face it, it's not like in Baltimore he had the greatest of receivers. No. Uh, and they have a decent running game, too. They have. It, a, it's an upgrade for him. It, it, it is. And that's where I think that because stop me if you've heard this before. Yeah. Great defense, good running backs. Quarterback just has to manage the game. Yeah, I think there's been a few Super Bowls won that way. And, and I, I think he won Super Bowl MVP that way, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's where I think, that's what I think they're they're going for. That is a very good defense. It's not as good as it was two or three years ago. Right. But it is still a, a very good defense. And, you know, they're going to run the ball with Philip Lindsay and, and Royce Freeman. Every once in a while, we got to throw a pass. Yeah. <laughs> You know, to and, be honest. And, and, and let's face it, it's not I mean, yes, the talent that he had in Chicago was was great, but is it really that much of a drop off in the talent that Vic Fangio has in Denver compared to what he had in, in Khalil Mack, game changer. No disputing that. Right. But it's not like uh Von Miller's no Von slouch. Miller is a slouch. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, so I like he has it. the talent there to, to make it work and, and I, I think that's what they're trying to get to here. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a good call, man. Yeah. We'll see. There's there's a long way to go. Uh, you know, we could OTAs, Flacco could tear an ACL, and, and we're done for, for you know for that conversation. But Case Keenum's back, baby. I I don't think Case Keenum's back, regardless of what happens. Who you, who? So you you think it's Foles going to the Jags? I think it is going to be Foles. Going I, to the I Jags. think that's that's the one I'm most interested to see. Yeah, because that's going to affect that wide receiver core quite a bit. Yes, I I really think it's going to. I I think it's Foles going to the Jags. However, I don't think Coughlin is going to overpay for Foles. Yeah. So if the Redskins come in and offer Foles $30 million a year, it's not like Coughlin's going to say, well, I'm going to give you 31. Yeah. Coughlin, to me, strikes me as the type of GM that's going to say, to me, Nick Foles is worth $22 million a year. He might go to 23, but he's not going to go to 25 for him. Right. So whatever that value Coughlin has on him, he's going to stay put. And if it goes, if it gets into a bidding war, I don't think he's going to get into that because I think, and I hope NFL teams learned what happened to Minnesota with the uh, Kirk Cousins situation. Yeah. They outbid themselves. And I'm not saying that he was a huge bust because he wasn't, but I don't think that he's worth the $30 million a year they're paying him in, in Minnesota. Nope. But so we'll see, we'll see what happens in, 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 in Jacksonville. And yes, I think it's Foles, but, that could all change. Yeah, and in Miami quarterback situation, there's there is quite a lot of wide receiver talent there. There is, and unfortunately, it's all going to go to waste with a rookie quarterback. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, do they bring in possible that that is a possible place where Case Keenum ends up at? Ugh. But it's more of a <laughs> we drafted a quarterback, we need to bring somebody in, and yeah, I we need you to that. we need you to buy us four weeks time yeah. while we while we bring in the while while we upgrade our or, or while we get the rookie ready to go. Yeah, we need him to be able to not not yeah. crap himself when no. the lines coming in at him. Uh but right. I, I think that one of the things that we really are I think we're gonna be focusing on is leading up to the draft, who's making the moves to get up there because unfortunately this is a, a very bad quarterback class and it's and it's 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 a year where teams need quarterbacks and they're going to reach. And and I know that we said two years ago was a bad quarterback class. Uh to me this quarterback class is worse than that class. Yeah, Again, I, the year Mitchell Trubisky and all those other guys came out that year when Mitchell went two. Yeah. Uh, and to me, that was just a horrible thing. I think this is a worse class than that year. I would agree with you. And, uh, you know, uh, I think your better values, if I'm an NFL uh, GM, which I'm not, unfortunately, uh, your better value is going to come in the third and fourth round. Yeah, for a quarterback. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because you, there's not that much of a drop-off. Yeah. Honestly, at the running back position this year, there's nobody that, to me, grades as a first-round talent. No, uh, not first round. The wide receiver position, it, there's going to be offensive players going this year in the first round that are just going there out of necessity, mm-hmm. not because they grade at a first round level. This year is a defensive. I don't know the term to use. <laughs> Bonanza. <laughs> Bonanza, yeah. to, to quote another podcast. Uh <laughs> Hey, we'll steal. We'll so, steal from greatness. So, so that means they're all going to be bust. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, it, it's just a lot of defensive talent in this year's draft, a lot of offensive line talent in this year's draft, which is another thing teams need. And and, and unfortunately, and I'm not saying DA Mech, DK Metcalf and, and these other wide receivers don't deserve to be there. It's just not. Yeah, in, it, in, in, in last year's draft, they wouldn't be first round talents. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, uh, but I have my eyes on some guys. Huh. Uh, we're, and, we'll and do so, this next time. So, and, and, you know, before we wrap up today, just to give you an idea of what we got coming over the next uh, few weeks and a few months, we're going to be, uh, before the draft, we're going to do a, a wide receiver episode, a running back episode, a quarterback episode, and even a tight end episode. Just breaking down what we think uh, of these particular players and what we're looking forward to. But obviously that all changes April 25th when players end up in, in, in places we don't like or, or places that are going to screw them in the long term yeah. we saw that happen a lot last year we came up with ideas of players that we liked and then we saw where they landed and we were like Ugh. kills them <laughs> landing spot yep. opportunity is everything so yeah yeah but we'll see what happens man absolutely all right uh, until next time yep all right all uh right. don't suck have a good one <laughs> don't suck twice <laughs> oh quick thing before we end the podcast at stff ball uh, oh, and, and, and at stff chen so. hit us up with your questions absolutely or don't. I don't care. <laughs> yes, he does. He's very sensitive. Make sure you send him some tweets. I am a sad tweeter. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.